0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you are listening to us, we are just so thankful that you still do. And you are listening to another youth ministry podcast where we strive to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. And this podcast is a ministry of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the Bible Fellowship Church. I am Chris, one of your hosts, and joined by my wonderful, amazing, fantastic co-hosts jared and timotheus Timotheus,
1: good to be here
2: timotheus the digital I'll
1: timotheus take, yes i'll take i'll take anything give I'll, me you can call me i grew up
0: in king to, james church and uh and actually, Paul, uh, when the, in, in the letters to Timothy, it was t- it was Timotheus. Timotheus. <laughs> That's how they translated his name. Nice. But I, I still think it was like 1st and 2nd Timothy, though. It wasn't 1st yeah. and 2nd Timotheus. Timotheus. So I'm like, yeah. what is going on so here? So much
2: inconsistency.
1: Well, I feel honored to uh, be called Timio- Timotheus. Well, what Timotheus.
0: Timotheus. Well, what, what do your kids call you? Dad. Oh, so you must be a parent. Uh. And so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that
0: transition. Wasn't that smooth, like butter? I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even
1: see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: tried. Actually, I didn't. That was just like oh, the lamest thing. That was great. I, that was, was beautiful.
1: Just,
2: that was one of those things oh. that was so bad that it, <laughs> it actually was, was kind of clever. Was
0: uh, that was great. So, anyway. No. Where, what, what are we talking about, uh, Daddy Tim over there? Oh, my goodness. We have been talking about the different types
2: of parents that we have to handle in youth, side of youth ministry. I like the word. Uh, use the I word interact. interact not handle. handle. Come on, handle. We're not handling yeah, yeah, people here. Yes, yes. I took the uh,
0: pessimistic view. Yes. Um, yeah, but the parents we have to
2: interact, we said, and we'll bring it up again. That, I think I'm going to clarify that, too. We get to interact with.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, there what you go. Jar- you're, you're t-
0: Jared's like Jared's being a what, what do you call this? Uh, an an editor in chief, which is what we're, we're going to get to.
1: Oh, man. Good work. Well, we've just been talking about that in youth ministry. We interact with all different types of parents that, um, and as youth pastors, we believe the parents are the main disciples of their children. Um, and the main thing we have said that it's, uh, there can be wonderful situations that, as we handle with parents, but there's also going to be times that it's difficult to know how to best interact with those parents. But our goal at all points is to re- be reminded that we want our stu- our students to love and obey their parents and honor and respect them. Um but as youth pastors, we also need to be ready uh, for many different s- situations, um, from healthy interactions to also some unhealthy interactions of how to best handle those situations. So we covered a lot on the previous episode about the uh, uh, um, and now we're going to continue. Um, and we're starting with the hostile parent or we have a slash that Chris talked about uh, added in here, the editor in chief. So, Chris, why don't you why don't you go with Start us off here, man.
0: Well, I added in the editor in chief because these type of parents can tend to have the same uh, approach to you or posture towards you. But the editor in chief is not always as hostile, so to speak. But the hostile parent is the one, as we talked about. You know, they usually have some kind of hostility towards you or the leadership, and they can sometimes be vengeful. They can. Um, kind of a, seem to attack you or I, I would even say belittle you. Mm. I, I've actually experienced that, you know, that, you know, try to, you know, d- uh, downplay your, your wisdom because of your age. Right. They
2: point out that you're only 25 right. and what, right. I, what do you know? Exactly. About I, yeah. I've, I've literally, what were you
0: thinking? I, you, you, I, I, I don't feel at liberty to share some of these because yeah, I don't yeah. ever want these to get out <laughs> and, and right, right, whatnot, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it
1: happens all the How time. It, it's the parent that I feel like you always feel like you're walking on eggshells with. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and when they like, schedule
2: a meeting. You're like, what is this meeting about?
0: Yes. They always want to meet with you. So th- that's more hostile. And then you have the, you know, the, the editor in chief is just one that is constantly um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. editing or correcting what you have done with authority um, as if yes. they, you know, they th- th- this isn't their humble opinion. Mm. This is like, you know, you're doing this and it's stupid. And yeah. This is why. The energy not that ah. blunt, but.
2: Yeah.
1: So, and I would say, too, um, for handling parents like this, I think that the main thing we need to remember is, is to have interacting, <laughs> is to have grace. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Editor-in-Chief, Jared. You're welcome. Um, it's to, have, to have grace, uh, also to have the best interests in mind uh, towards any type of parent, but especially in these situations, we can get defensive very quickly mm-hmm. um, with hostile parents and, and Editor-in-Chief. And the moment we become defensive is the moment uh, that parent will quickly move to uh, to a hostile parent situation of intense, of just very... Um defensive, defensive, walls up, and you are the enemy. Well, you know, um, we,
0: we actually say that we are trying to recapture student ministry mm-hmm. with a grace-filled right. and gospel-focused vision, mm-hmm. and that That's includes right. how you treat the parents.
2: Well, I think if, if you, you respond to a hostile or editor-in-chief parent, uh, almost think of it like interacting with a bear. You come across a bear in the forest. If you try to engage that bear, <laughs> you're going to lose. But if you try to, in a sense— to deflect or to diffuse. diffuse the bear, then you might have a chance of actually walking away.
0: I think somewhere, someone, you know, maybe the creator of the universe said that a soft answer can turn away wrath. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's infinitely wise, so I'm going to trust him on that. Yeah. And so, that, that usually happens. And know.
1: I would also say with a hostile slash an editor in chief, the reality is. Um, you probably, you're, you're just going to have to continue to remain to be gracious and loving and kind. And I would say this, hostile parents slash editor-in-chief parents can slowly um, kind of calm down. Yeah. Um, but it, it takes you to be persistent with your grace and your love. So you may be responding to emails that they send back to you on a regular <laughs> basis. You may be explaining to th- things to them almost every week. Um, but your thing is to remain gracious and loving and remember... Um, and, and pray that the Lord would just kind of bring uh, a, a relationship. And I've also had these type of parents turn down the road and be some of my most um, committed parents. So that's an odd thing with this, this, this type of parent. I feel like um, with the right interaction, they can turn around and be your closest friend or help in the ministry,
0: well, because or, clearly they're, they're parents who pay attention and have a lot of energy and time, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so, if you can yep. harness that, yes, towards good, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. But I think, you know, the importance here is showing them the love of Christ and how yeah. Jesus is so patient with you and I. We were once hostile towards God yeah. and his enemies, so remembering to respond yeah. out of what we have been saved from, yeah, you know, Peter, how. How many times Lord should I, you know, forgive that hostile parent mm. and respond graciously in, in, in an email? Mm. Seven times? Mm. No, 70 mm. times okay, seven, 7 times. That many emails, no. <laughs> you know. And there comes a time yes. I think that, you know, I think it's important that you might get your elders involved, other pastors involved yeah. and approach this parent if they're breaching a line. Yeah. But um, you know, one of the we actually said with these we're going to describe a particular situation. So let's start with, you know, the editor in chief. You know, that's, I think it was, Tim, you said this, anytime you send out an email, you're just waiting for their criticism yep. towards the event yep. coming up or what you decided to teach on.
1: Yep. And my simple response, uh, for, for all of us, as we interact with uh, an editor in chief is, uh, sometimes don't answer the email right away, walk mm. away, mm-hmm. um, answer it the next day. Um, and the, so that's mainly for that. The editor in chief parent is you really need to make sure that you Breathe before, breathe or step away before you respond to that type of situation.
2: Yeah,
0: or just create so, an a- automatic reply for that person. Thank you for your sure. email. You will be contacted within sixty days.
1: There you go, <laughs> sixty. Wow,
2: talk about passive aggressive.
0: <laughs> 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 yes, that's that is a wrong
2: way to approach the situation. Uh, right. So, the, I mean, the next kind, of, okay, moving along, the next one, kind of, the next two, kind of go hand in hand a little bit. But the Avenger parents. Right, we talk about the parent who's going to come in with, uh, with excitement, with energy, with passion to correct or to right a wrong that was done to their kid. Right. right, they feel their kid, and maybe rightly so, their kid was wronged, and so someone needs to pay. Right, they're and, looking for blood or justice or retribution.
0: And I, I would say again, I want to reemphasize this: it is good and right if something wrong happens to a young person and you didn't catch it because you were not aware <clears throat> that that parent comes and talks to you, like that's a, that's a good thing. Um, it's a good thing. I think even for you, if you like, I've actually talked to parents. I just want to let you know this happened tonight. Mm. Um, what is not right is for that parent to come with, with what you just said, with a vengeful spirit. And that's a big teaching moment for that parent is in, in, in forgiveness, in Tr- you know, entrusting what happened to their kid to the sovereignty and the justice of God, the beauty of the gospel and being able to forgive. Uh, so that's, that you really have to handle that well. So Tim, how, how would you say you would, you would handle that like in the moment? Cause these are all like good hypothetical thoughts, but right. a parent comes in, their, their smokes coming out of their ears.
1: What? <laughs> well, I, I think with an avenger, a parent, um, your biggest thing is to remind yourself in that situation to remain calm. I think in that moment, right when that happens, when you're approached by a parent that's an Avenger parent is um, you need to take a moment in with it. When, when I, someone comes at me like that with a lot of energy frustration and sometimes anger um, I, I pray almost instantly that the Lord would give me grace, calmness Patience, love. I mean, we talked about the fruits of the spirit. That I, I asked the Lord to just be in that moment, right there, right then, because uh, we all know when we get in arguments and, and avenging, in an avenging situation, it's 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 an argument. It's so easy to get heated up because many times an avenger parent is also um, trying to make you feel their frustration, so they're gonna mm-hmm. try to mm-hmm. they're gonna try to push your buttons to to make you start to essentially. Um, Feel their frustration, or or, you, or get you in trouble, or like make the situation even worse. Um, so I feel like you have to listen. You need to sit back and let it get out. Let them express everything and pay attention. Um, and then whatever the situation is, if there really needs something to happen, then you let them know that you're you, you're on top of it. Here's um. I, I, I actually, I have a plan in place already. Maybe you already knew about the situation. So you're already working through a plan. And if you don't know about the situation, you might just say, this is news to me. Um, I did not know that, um, I need to go handle this. Or if it, again, I was going to say many times an Avenger parent could be a parent that, um, they believe anything their child says. Hmm, um, hmm, I, yeah. And so if that's the situation in the case, um, that's really difficult. And you almost need to <clears> say <throat> again, like, um, you know, Uh, that I'm not this story. um, I've been hearing other things from other students. This isn't really lining up. I do hear you, um, but maybe we need to step back for a minute. I want to call these other parents and just kind of hear what's been going on in this situation. I just think, again, we say the word grace, but I would throw with an Avenger parent, patience and, and, and and peace Mm -hmm. is what you got. You have to emulate back to them.
0: Yeah. I've actually in this, some of these situations, and I don't even know if I call it an Avenger parent, but I a parent that was just very upset and I ended up requesting a meeting between myself and the the young people's youth leaders and the students only with no, no parents allowed. Because I felt that yeah. par- you know, I, I told the parents, I actually said this to them. I, I think your emotions are very high. You're on the side of your student as you ought to be. But let's see if these young people can't work this out. Um, because there, there was like some just nastiness going Mm -hmm. on behind the scenes and this other parent was very upset. And then when I talked to that, the parent of the alleged student, they, they thought that the story was totally skewed and it wasn't accurate. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, Hey, let's just sort this out. Um, I, I would make the recommendation if somebody approaches you like that to say, Hey, I hear you. I want to give this justice. I'm for you and your student. I'm not for, you know, vengeance or, or wrath. I'm for solving the problem, forgiveness, grace. Let's organize a time for you and I to get together so we can actually devote, like right now is not the time to talk about this Mm -hmm. Um, when you're picking your
1: kid up. Yeah. I want to chime in too that the, um, an Avenger parent can also turn out to be a parent that has the capability and the, um. Sway in your church to ruin your mini- to ruin you and your ministry, hmm. um, and I really want to say that because I I was thinking in my mind that I um, know of extreme examples of individuals that I, I know in my life that um, some ministry was uh, was almost ruined, some their ministry was ruined um, because of a parent, but um, if a parent beforehand, him before they were an avenger, if they were a hostile parent, they were always out. It felt like they were always out to get you. The moment they find that, um, that incident that maybe it is, maybe there is a little mistake that happened in your ministry between their child and other children. They'll take that and they will avenge. And if you're not, if you're not quick to understand the situation and know what to do, you could find yourself in a lot of trouble. So my last suggestion in this one is, Chris had mentioned this a little bit. If you notice that a situation has anything to deal with, um, any um, inappropriate behavior between students, um, or if there's uh, anything that they're, they're, they're making accusations towards you, that might be a moment immediately that you go to your elders and you pull your 100%. elders in. Mm-hmm. Yes, immediately and let them know and be vulnerable and open and say, um, I'm here. Let me know what you believe is the best thing to do. I just need to throw that in there.
0: I'll even ask an elder or two to come with me and sit and meet with the parent, just just so there's witnesses. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. So,
2: Uh, so looking, at the next one is search and rescue parent. This is one that, you know, they pull their kid out the the quickest, the soonest there's a sign of trouble. Uh, We Mm -hmm. talked about it pairs well with the snowblower because they're clear the way, but now, oh, they didn't work. And so we need to pull Tommy out. Uh, and, this, and practically, this is a kid who gets bullied at a retreat or, you know, something snide karma. They just aren't vibing with the kids, aren't connecting with the kids, and they text mom and dad, and mom comes. Yeah. Like, you wake up the next morning, and mom's there like, oh, I'm here to pick up Tommy. You're like, what? <laughs> um, or the student feels like an outsider, right? They're not connecting with their small group leader or with the other kids in their small group. So the parent just says, all right, that's all right. You don't have to go back to youth group.
0: And this just pulls them out. And sometimes they'll, they'll they'll pull them out and tell you, and sometimes they'll just disappear. They'll, yeah. go, they'll yep. just ghost. Yep. And uh, I would say this is the opposite in some ways of the Avenger parent and how they deal with it. You know, the Avenger parent wants to enact revenge and go after the other kid and the parent, the search and rescue is just like, oh, those poor evil people were just going to pull you out and just mm-hmm. that's how that's how they respond. Um, and, you know, in this situation, I I, I think just a lot of coaching – and reinforcing of the positive is so important. So, you yes. say, you know, hey, I did notice that this so and so was bullying them at the retreat, but I also noticed that they were making friends with so and so. And I also noticed that they had a good conversation with a leader. And I, I just want to encourage you, Miss or Mr. So and so, that if you pull them away from this, you're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. It's mm-hmm. not the retreat's not the problem. This individual or these individuals are the problem now that I'm aware of this, we will gladly deal with this, right. this issue. Uh,
2: well, you how help, yeah. th- helping the parent to walk with their kid through difficult situations. Yeah. Right. Right. How do we balance the good and the bad, right? Life's not always going to be good. How do we balance the, the mediocre and the, the sour moments of life and say, all right, that's going to happen, but they have to learn how to that has happened in order for this to happen, the good to happen as well.
1: Yeah. And, and just a quick mention that search and rescue parents, um, as youth pastors, I, I really believe that we we're usually very aware of these types of, of these of these types of parents. Like even before we go to retreat or do something, they they usually make themselves known. And the way they yes. make themselves known is they go, "Hey, you know, um, this is like a big day for Billy. He's going away on this retreat, and you know, he really struggles to connect and make friends, and uh, he's very and you know, we're really he might excited. Call me. So, yeah, he might call me, but you know, we'll we'll come right away if Billy has. And, um, I'd like Jared just say, I think reassurance communication with that parent Re- and
0: reinforce uh, it then.
1: Yeah. And the other thing I've learned too, is if that it, you're, um, you may need to be ready. Um, when Billy disappears from the group, mm. Billy's trying to get home, mm. <laughs> <So> go, <laughs> go
0: find Billy, fine fine Billy. <laughs> which I, you know, and I, I would say if you are blessed enough to, to, to serve with multiple leaders, which if you're at a retreat, you You know, and and you don't you can lose track of Billy. That means you have so many or or you're you're really incompetent or you have so many kids that you just can't be with them. All that means you have other uh, chaperones. Yeah. Let Billy's leader know Mm -hmm. so that Billy's leader can keep an extra eye on Billy. And I just want to point out this, too, just for the connection. When search and rescue happens, what's the main thing that is usually used like by the Coast Guard to do that? Helicopter. Oh, there you go. So search and rescue parents are usually helicopter parents too. <laughs> but moving on. No, uh, nothing. I got <laughs> from nothing. From that. Uh. Um,
2: we got the, uh, the daycare. <laughs> are you going to push the button? I
0: was going to try, but then I was like, You're I might here. push the end recording one. <laughs> yeah, that would so. be bad. <laughs> uh,
2: the, the daycare parent, right? The parent who drops off the kid uh, and, and there is not involved at all. But even almost a step worse, um, taking that daycare to is usually the parent who then tells you how to care for their kid. And I want you to cater everything around their strengths um, and around their needs, right? When, you know, I have a few friends or a few people to help work in daycare. And <laughs> daycare people are, you know, the parents are like, oh, you know, take care of this, do this for he, them, do that for them. But then you're, you're dealing with- He likes
0: his bottle at, at, at 78% or 78 degrees. Degrees, yeah. <laughs> but
2: then you realize you're dealing with a bunch of kids. Like you can't cater all to one. And so the right. daycare parent is the one that's like, oh, I want you to- to care for or to fix my kid, like, Hey, you know, fix my kid, teach my kid how to be a good kid. And then when I take them home, they'll, I'll have it easy and, and nice.
1: Um, I just want to say that the example I have um, from in, being in youth ministry is, um, uh, you know, usually as youth pastors, we're, we're there early for our um, events and setup up um, and that's okay. And I remember this one situation that, um, a parent, um, I was there an hour before the, um, the event was going to start and the parent showed up, dropped their child in the parking lot and left. (laughs) And I, I I actually had to call the parent because it was the opposite gender of, Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a female student and say, Hey, this isn't okay. And now now this parent had, was a daycare parent all the time, but that was the first time that had ever happened to me. They literally dropped and left. And yeah. I was like, this is not. That's, yeah, so- that's
0: kind of more what I think of too with daycare. Like there definitely are the the ones that hand you a, a three letter, a yeah, three yeah. page letter on how to care for them. Then there's the ones that just they have no interest. They drop them off yes. and they're gone. They're gone. And, <laughs> and there's there's different ways, because there's different types of daycare parents. There's a daycare parent that, you know, this great involved family brings their neighbor's uh, kid and then she never, you know, you have to get a permission slip from them or at least you should. Yeah. But other than that, you might never actually, you know, deal with them. Um, and so I think a way that I've tried to combat this is every single time now, if I've saved the last two years, at least we've had a new student come, Mm -hmm. I reach out to the parent, usually the dad or both and say, I I make it a habit to get together with and get to know every Mm -hmm. parent. Very neat. That's, that's that's what I try to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've noticed that that's helped, but then also sometimes you just won't be able to help it and that's okay. Um, which I think leads to the next one. The last one we'll talk about is the unregenerate parent, which can really embody any of the above, um, but these are these are ones that just they're not believers, and they're sometimes daycare. And that I've received phone calls more than once yep. from a non-believer saying their kid is, you know, bad or just needs relationships, and they want us to help fix them. And I and I and I would say with that in situation, you want to inform those parents. You want to mm-hmm. a inform these 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 parents of what you do. Let them know about events. What's yep. required, what their part is, but then you want to inform them of the gospel. I've had a chance at least two or three times to on the phone in in great detail share the explicit gospel because I say, I put it this way, I want you to know what we're teaching your your, your, your kid because you're responsible for that. Mm-hmm. And I just give yeah. them the gospel. Yeah. And then I literally had one that, that they were Catholic and I said, We're the opposite of what your church teaches. You guys teach, you know, works, mm-hmm. we teach grace. Okay. And here's what we're gonna give your daughter, we're gonna call her to repent of her sin and blah blah blah. I went on for like probably 10 minutes and the mom just goes, that's great. We'll drop her off at six. <laughs> like, and I just, just like, Okay. And so, yeah. So I just think with them, that's kind of how you kind of go, you go about it. So.
1: Yeah. And the only thing I was going to close and mention about the unregenerate parent is, um, the, uh, ch- the child, uh, many times the child too, they might come to know the Lord and, um, that's when you're in a wonderful moment where you can help that child know they can be an incredible example to their parents of what it means to follow Jesus. So I just wanted to add that. Absolutely.
2: Well, thanks for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. Please connect with us on Instagram at another YM podcast, or you can always email us at another YM podcast at gmail.com.